The Noise, a collection of stories and tales by Daniel Noy. This week, that look. Tick, tock, tick, tock. Time reflects. I think I look okay. Not like back in the day, but passable. No need to panic. You haven't seen the majority of these people in two decades. So who cares? It's just a reunion. Tick, tock, tick, tock. Time is on your side. Stickers. They actually have stickers. Like in the movies. White address stickers with our names scrawled out with a red sharpie. I can barely read my name. They clearly did not teach handwriting well at this school. Come to think of it, I don't think I can remember the last time I wrote anything by hand except my signature. Anyway, I have my sticker. I know who I am, and so does everyone else. I am labeled. Time to mingle. This is awkward. You can see the look in his face. The look that says, And you are? I try to subtly nod towards my label, but nothing. My eyes are pleading with him. Pablo, I was in your class. I went to your birthday parties. I bought you beer because you looked too young. No? Nothing? I don't care. That's what I said before I got here. I don't care. Though, seriously, how does he not remember me? Perhaps he has a condition? Perhaps some kind of medical catastrophe? I wonder what it was. A car crash feels... appropriate. I wonder if he can still drive, or if he has PTSD. Or maybe the accident just impacted his facial memory. I mean, even Natalie, who I know has actual facial blindness, pretended to recognize me. I should mingle. Time passes. Who is that over there? Oh my lord. I have absolutely no idea. Her label is too far away to read. She seems familiar, but familiarity is not recognition. Could I have gone through seven years of school and never spoken to this person? Fuck. I feel shit. Sorry, Pablo. Now I understand. 
I could go over and say hello. I could make up for old times. We probably have a lot in common. Well, we did go to the same school after all. We will chat, exchange numbers, and become best of friends. Then, of course, one day it will come out that on the night of the reunion, I had no idea who she was. She'll laugh it off, but she won't be able to shake the thought of it, and slowly the friendship will dissipate. First, it will be the excuses, then the Christmas cards will stop. Finally, it will be like we never knew each other. Perhaps there was a reason we never spoke for years after all, and there is no reason to start today. (laughs) Tick, tock, tick, tock. Time slows. Now that looks like a friendly group full of people I remember. But let's be honest here, I can only see Lucia. We ran in the same circles, but I think I was too intimidated by her to ever have a meaningful conversation. She's so tall. So elegant. Stop. Don't get carried away. It's too predictable to time travel to teenage emotional immaturity. Though there is no harm in saying hello, is there? The group are in the flow of conversation. Lucia is discussing the weather with Maria. Lucas and I think that's Alma. She looks like an Alma. I hover, listening to them, until there is a gap for the basic pleasantries. I step in. And the same conversation I've heard echo all night gets repeated. It's been so long. You haven't changed at all. What do you do? How many kids? Of course I would love to see a photo. The last one being a lie, but an essential one to survive this evening. Oh my god, Lucia, you are still so beautiful. You are also so married. Also, three children. Tick, tock, tick, tock. The look. What was that look? Was that a me? I look around, just in case. But I'm pretty sure it was at me. Was it a sneer? Maybe it was disgust? I'm probably being paranoid. The conversation continues. And there it is again. Maria is pretending to be engaged in the group, but that look... If I was in any other situation, I would swear Maria doesn't want me to be here. Perhaps I have interrupted a private conversation? I'll leave them to it. But Maria is walking away instead. The evening progresses, but I can still see her glances at me. From the corner of her eye. From the corners of the room. I'm not used to this look. I am trying to figure it out, but could it be? I think it might. I think it's hate. But why? Tick, tock, tick, tock. Why, why, why? I can't shake this. I am pretending to listen and reminisce, but I can feel the disdain from across the room. I know I haven't done anything wrong, so I walk towards her. Let's figure this out. I'm sure it's all in my head, and we'll laugh over the paranoia. We'll connect over it. It's just one big, confused mess. Or is it because she is walking away? 
I at my pace. Maria, I call her name. Maria, she turns. Maria, <laughs> is there something up? She says to me, don't you know? Uh, know what? She is angry. She trembles. Her eyes glisten with tears. I see her brace herself. She walks towards me. She tells me I made her life hell. She tells me that my gang made her life hell. I didn't have a gang. I didn't even know you. She tells me of the teasing. She tells me of the bullying. She tells me of the pain. But I never, I never did those things. She stands her ground. It was worse, she says, because you stood by when you had a choice. You chose to do nothing. You chose to laugh when they laughed at me. You chose not to reprimand your friends when they shamed me. You chose to have them as your friends. Your choices made my life a misery. I tell her I have no memory of what she is talking about. I tell her that she can't judge me now for what I did or didn't do 20 years ago. But she isn't judging me now. She is judging me then. And when she sees me now, she sees me then. Who was I then? Tick, tock, tick, tock. That wasn't me. The sight of Lucia tonight brought back my feelings for her, just like I was a teenager again. And when Maria saw me, the same thing happened. But those were feelings of anger, of hate, of self-loathing. I want to say to her that I am not the person she sees, but I know those words will ring hollow. I know those words will be a defense. But I do understand. I do. I know that today we are returning to a school after 20 years, but that the school has never left us. I carry, like we all do, memories like scars. Our so-called formative years, for good or bad, make us who we are. The teachers that said I was stupid still haunts me when I'm at work. The bullies that punched and kicked me till I cried still follow me in the shadows. The romantic rumblings of my teenager years has impacted every relationship I've had since. I don't say those words. I do say, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I contributed to your scars. I am sorry my indifference made your life harder. I'm sorry I wasn't a better person. She walks away. She doesn't want to listen. All is not forgiven. I arrived tonight with one label to identify me, but I'm leaving with another. Another me, not scrawled in red. Another me that I don't know. Another me that I had forgotten. Another me that Maria sees. I don't see what she sees, but I'll never forget that look. Tick, tock, tick, tock, tick, 
tick tock tick tock tick tock tick tock tick tock tick tock tick The Look, performed by Maggie O'More, written and produced by Daniel Noy.